Shalom, I'm Yoni, and you're listening to Kabbalah Pod. Shalom Aleichem and Chag um, Sameachem. I know that um, Passover, Pesach has just ended as far as this recording is concerned. Um, I did make this recording during the Chol Chamoed, however, so thus the Chag Sameach. Um, last week, or the last episode, we discussed... Um, Pesach, Rosh Hashanah, the spiritual versus the physical. But what we really got into was the importance of counting the Omer. Now, counting the Omer is not just a physical mitzvah, but is a uh, spiritual, Kabbalistic ritual as well. <clears throat> the Omer is a way of offering that we count each day, but each day of the Omer is actually broken down into a different unification of Hashem's Sephiros. And so I wanted to continue that conversation. I know last time I discussed what the first couple of um, emanations were during the Omer. Um, just as a review, what I'm going to cover today is I would like to um, review all of week one of the Omer and discuss that um, a bit more in depth. And then I know that um, I'll be discussing week two on my uh, next episode. Hashem willing. So, the Omer, um, in that first week, going through the days, I'm not going to number the days, I'm just going to tell you the days. We've got Chesed, Sheva Chesed, Kavera, Sheva Chesed, Tifera, Sheva Chesed, Netzach, Sheva Chesed, Chod, Sheva Chesed, Yasod, Sheva Chesed, Malchus, Sheva Chesed. And so, what we're doing is, for this first week, we're taking the uh, main sefiros of uh, chesed, which is a type of love, kindness. And we are focusing on that and the different ways that unifications can occur within chesed as far as uh, Kabbalah is concerned. So, the concept um, and, and some of the, as a disclosure, some of the information I'm using here is uh, by Simon Jacobson. And it was um, published with permission of MeaningfulLife.com on the Chabad site. I'm just going to briefly um, mention some of the things they mention as an inspiration, as what I've found meaningful and connecting to that. And in future episodes, I will cover some of um, Jacobson's work, but I also plan on delving into some of what Rabbi Aryeh Kaplan-Zal happens to say regarding Kabbalah. He was a great Kabbalistic master, much like the... Ramchal and Arizal, in my opinion, but not nearly at the level they were, but nevertheless a Gadolim of his time, who um, left before I, before a lot of us were ready, but left according to Hashem's plan. So, as I was discussing, Chesed is week one. And Chesed is a, uh, it's a loving kindness, right? It's, it's not just kindness and it's not just love, it's like a loving kindness, okay? And so, the reason I say this is because we have kindness, and you can be kind and unloving in your kindness, and you can be harsh in your kindness, and that's not really the type of kindness that Chesed's trying to describe. It's trying to go a bit deeper, and when we're talking about one of the emanations of Hashem, is trying to bring up the conversation, the discussion point of Chesed being a loving kindness that Hashem offers us. He connects to us on that uh, more intimate level, He's not separated from us. I mean, in a way, we have the uh, 
physical, the spiritual, the corporeal, which is us, and the incorporeal, which is Hashem. We have the finite, which is us, and the Ainsof, which is that which without end or without finiteness, which is Hashem. But nonetheless, there's uh, two components to us that Kabbalah teaches us. We have uh, animal components, which is the same as all of other creation, and then we have a spiritual, a divine component, which is when Hashem breathed life into us. And so we can easily follow uh, our animal nature, our Yitzhahara, or our divine nature, our Yitzhahov. And the best way um, Rabbi Kaplan discusses this and it tries to explain it is it's that nothingness that's within ourselves, that's the essence of who we are, the essence that gives us the divine spark, and that's the essence of um, who Hashem is within us. And so we literally have essence of God so it's not an essential oil, you know, it's not it's not an oil infusion, it's something much deeper than that. It's pure, it's holy, it's righteous. And we can't separate and we can't develop and we can't concoct our own component of it. It just comes from Hashem the way it is, and uh, we can either live in the physical or live in the spiritual, but we struggle very much so when we try to do both. And alas, that is one of the um challenges of Yiddish life, is it not? To have the struggle between the physical and the spiritual. Nonetheless, getting back on topic, is we have this love. And it's that interconnectedness that the love provides because of our nothingness connecting to the nothingness of Hashem that gives us that idea and that relationship. And again, relationship is a crucial component of Kabbalah, in my opinion. And that's um, a main platform from which I speak from and discuss is how we have a relationship which is beyond that, which we can understand and comprehend uh, that and trying to understand the whys to the house and what's of Judaism is the intent of this podcast to make Kabbalah um, accessible yet proper to not lead people astray, but to find simple ways which we can connect with the spark and still follow Halakha. So again, week one of Chesed, Simon Jacobson discusses how love is powerful and necessary component of life. And that's the way Hashem made things. I mean, when we have the spiritual component and we have that Chesedness, if we take away the Chesed, we have hate. And that's the love and hate balance equation, right? And Hashem may express through Torah his hatred of things, but it's not in a way that we can... Um, simply understand. There's not really Peshat to that. Our Peshat is don't commit the vote of Zara. But then when we get into the Drash and Rama, the yeah, the Ramas and the Drash and the Sod, that gets infinitely more complicated. But love is nonetheless essential and it is the foundation of how Hashem made us, a divine connection to Hashem, because God is love, is he not? And love, this chesed, is not just a one-way, it's a two-way. It involves both giving and receiving. And that's an essential component because we need to be able to receive chesed from Hashem and from others, and, and we also need to be able to give it. That's how we go beyond our own realm and our own connect, our own limited connection, and we take the next step in actually expressing this love. After all, love is transcendence, and if we did not transcend ourselves, then what is the point? So, that is a sephiros of chesed. So how does this work, right? That's the question of each day we look at it. So, what is day one? Day one is a chesed of chesed, right? 
And so, what is that? And that's discussing that the love and its intensity and focusing on the pure essence of what chesed is. It's its pureness and its love. And we have to have a balanced approach with that, a harmonious approach. And so the questions that uh, Seven Jacobson asks us is, is he discusses who do we love? How do we relate to those that I love? How do we express love? And do we only do it when we're comfortable? Or do we go beyond ourselves even when we need to um, stretch beyond our own boundaries? What's uncomfortable for us may be necessary for another. And this is not breaking any components of Yikud. This is not breaking any components of Halakha, uh, Shomonavia, any of that. This is discussing the pure, essential Sephiroth's unification of love, and how does that compute? And so, that's an important thing to consider, is the expression of love and its intensity. Okay? When we move on, the next component, we have the next unification of Sephiroth, we get this Govara Chesed. I've discussed this, this is that love with restraint. It's not love without restraint, it's the first day is love without restraint, and we can see what too much is, it's much like the flood, like I've discussed that before. That's why we need because it means we're not suffocating others, we're not overwhelming them with love, we're providing a harmonious, balanced approach, a restraint to that love, to the manner of which someone can receive that love. Because if we have pure love without restraint, if we have just the expansiveness without holding back, it can be dangerous, it can be harmful, and it can kill. And so that's why... We need to be very careful. We need to consider this is probably a very important one for the week. As the Gavosh said, how do we love without overloving? How do we provide a disciplined restraint to how we love so that the love is healing and not toxic and dangerous? Remember, all essential component of Kabbalah and Eitz Kaim, which is how the Sephiroth of Bend are all aligned together within that tree of life, is that there has to be. Unif balances within the unification. If we stray too much onto one sifros and then pull away from another, it kind of becomes out of balance, and that's when there's spiritual and sometimes physical ramifications. I haven't really gotten into that before, but in the future we'll probably address that as we delve more into some foundational Kabbalistic works. So, we have to remember that as Gavar has said are opposites of each other, we need to keep them working together in order to maintain a harmonious balance to its time. Then we have this splendor of love, Tiferet Chesed. It is the beauty that we can find within love. And what is beautiful love? Beautiful love is compassion. And that's when we are not worried about Loving. We're not worried about, oh, it's only a conditional love. It's an unconditional love because it's compassionate love. Regardless of what's going on, we still reach out and care for others. And we have that connection. And we build that connection. And we show compassion. Um, I'll be honest. I think that uh, Christian organizations um, can, on the outside, look very much like Tiferesh Chesed. Um when we look at a whole or historical view, we do have a little struggle with Jewish Christian relations. So that's my dissertational uh, approach that um, was approved. And uh, that's something I can go on further. Like if somebody listening to this is interested, you can reach out to me at yidbrick.com or just take a look at the Yidbrick site. That's yidbrick.com. And uh, the important part there is that we don't 
the, the, it's more complicated. This is just a complicated thing, much like the, the war in the Middle East. It's complicated. It's beyond what can be discussed in the confines of this podcast. But it is important to recognize that what I'm talking about now is I'm not saying that Christians have mastered compassion. I'm saying that they do a very good job at showing it, regardless of what the status of Jewish-Christian relations is. They care about others. They have mercy ministries. They go out and help the homeless, the poor, those who are uneducated, those who need homes. And that's compassion. That's a component that we really need to grasp better within Yiddishkeit. Or we're not helping, we're not giving tzedakah to just the Yids, but also to the good. Not just the Jew, but also to the non-Jew. Because God loves everybody and God made everybody with capabilities to connect to Him. After that, we've got Netzach of Chesed. And the challenge for this is the endurance of our love. When we're dealing with the ups, when love's on a tie, it's very easy. But when it goes down on us low, it's very hard to maintain. And we have to remember within this unification that love is love. Love is not the love that we have our limited component of, but it's love that has to endure. It's the unconditional love, and it's an honorable love. Um, the phrase that Simon Jacobson uses is, does it have spirit and valor? Then we've got Hod Shebechesed. So, Hod Shebechesed, how does this connect? And this is the uh, another aspect of love, another aspect of the type of what Chesed truly means within love, within what Hashem intends, is humility. It's the opposite of pride. Pride's puffed upness, and this is essential during Pesach, because I'm discussing this during Chocham Moed. It's a very essential Chod Shebechesed is being brought up during Pesach itself, when we're in the Feast of Unleavened Bread, we're in the Feast of Removing Our Pride and Being Humble. And so that's a spiritual connection to Matzah, and this is a great reminder. Chod Sheba Chesed. How can we humble ourselves where we love, we forgive, we have humility, we're not arrogant, I'm not saying we have to bend on a halakha. I'm not saying we have to bend our moral compass. But I'm saying that we have to overcome our own hurts and hang-ups to better connect. And that's necessary. So again, pride is chametz. Pride, this puffed-upness, does not help our relationship with God, nor our relationship with others. So that is a reminder of the unification of Hod, Sheba, Chesed, is that this true love that we are meant to pursue, the true love of that which is Hashem, is balanced and unified by being humble. After that is Yesod, Yesod, Sheba, Chesed. And this is where we're going to build a bit, okay? And this is bonding, it's togetherness, and this is <clears throat> it's a joint connection. That's um, how Jacobson describes it, and that is essential. Because when we look at Yesod, Sheba Chesed, this is a bit more intimate. This is a bit deeper. And this is a, a closer tie. And this intimacy requires connectedness and togetherness. And to accomplish that, we need to be constructive and build on that love. And that is the love of bonding. Um, living in a Jewish community is a great example of a not super intimate level of this, but a light level of this. Or we are mishpacha, we are family, and that's how Israel is as well, or it's Israel. But we're mishpacha, we, we uh, make our family and our community, and we connect with each other and support one another, and develop deep 
lasting relationships. And I think a great example of Yeshod, Yeshod Sheva Chesed is actually a, a proper marriage where we have that love, that connectedness, that bonding, that, that togetherness that brings us so close that we try to become one. Of course, it's very difficult. And it's going to be a constant work and a constant effort on our end, which is part of what makes it so worthwhile. And then lastly, for the unifications of Chesed on the counting of the Omer is Malchus of Shabbat Chesed. And this Malchus is a Malchus we understand being like a, a kingly reign type thing, but Malchus is slightly different. And Malchus Shabbat Chesed actually does have nobility in it and regality. It's a deeper connection, I guess. All of these sefirot, of course, but it's dignity. When our love is fully developed, when it has matured, we have dignity and we uh, have nobility and regality. This is important to maintain this dignity. This dignified love is knowing our place in the world and how we are to fulfill it, knowing our relationship to Hashem and what we're supposed to do in the world, how we're supposed to help with Tikkun Olam. And this is something we can rectify in his supernal holiness, which is a great Chava phrase they use for Davidin, and it's found, you know, within their Siddur as well. When you're doing Aravitz and you just get the counting of the Omer, it's not a debilitating love. It has to have sovereignty. We need to act like royalty, not puffed up royalty, the failed nobility of humanity, but royalty in regards to a humble royalty, as we've already discussed in the unifications. These build on one another. They're not separate from one another. So this royalty needs to have this royal, well, this royal love. It's what it needs to be. And so we need to look at how we can continue to improve our love and act in a dignified and sovereign way. Recognize we are royalty. We are um, children of God, but that there's obligations responsibilities that come with that relationship so thank you for tuning into this episode we've discussed the uh, first seven unifications of the sephiros that we get in the omer and um, i wish you a chag chasha v'smeach yeah yeah i i wish you a chag v'smeach understanding that for me it's still with Yontif beginning very soon but by the time you listen to this Pesach is over but nonetheless still as we prepare for Shavuos and a reminder that during these first few weeks of the Omer we have a uh, diminished state because of the loss from Rabbi Akiva and his students and that is something we can definitely discuss as we get closer to Lagba Omer. Then I can discuss, you know, what all that was about, but how it applies to our own spiritual walk as well. Mainly the basic halakhot is to remember we have a, uh, a sense of mourning during these days. We, we don't do haircuts, we don't listen to music. And there's that component. So, with my wishing you a happy holiday, please recall that this is while I'm still in Cholhamoed. And I look forward to you tuning into this episode. And then we'll discuss 
the next unifications of the Sephiroth for the County of the Armair in our next episode. Lahitra out. Have a question or topic idea? We'd love your input and ideas. Send us a tweet, message Yidbrek on Facebook, or leave us a voicemail in the Anchor app. Not on social media? That's okay. Send us your ideas at yidbrek.com slash kabbalah.